Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Part of time. Yo, this B. Hi, Stu. Hey, everybody. Uh, how's it going? And John's here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to be here talking to you. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, I hope our connection stays steady. But uh, onward. Let's let's give this a whirl. Um, and that's not just referring to our network connection. That's referring to our connection as friends. Oh, I hope our life. connection as friends stays. Yeah, I love steady. a good technology zinger. It's been a tenuous ten years, John. It's been. <laughs> it's been. And at any time, this thing could blow up after 10 years. Of doing you never know. Touch and go. On a a touch and go decade. <laughs> uh, all right. So it is. Uh, let me see here. Let me check the old watch. It is April 6th, 2023. A day that will go down in infamy as the day the Gophers overcame their own shitty luck and won a Frozen Four semifinal to get to the championship. John, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. This is the first time they've been in the championship game for eight years now, and it seems like a lot longer. Eight it's, years, nine years, nine years. That's how long it is. It just got one more year longer while I was talking. Oh, man. Because I can't do math. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it was... Uh, Stu, did you watch? No. Okay, that's fine. Um, So back to you, John. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, Stu, thanks for checking in. Now let's go back to somebody who watched the game. Jonathan, walk me through it a little bit. Uh, Mostly your emotions as they... I missed a little bit of the first period. It it seemed to me that they every minute that I watched, they were absolutely dominating. I think the puck was in uh, the opponent's end two-thirds of the time, roughly, maybe more. Um, And it looked like a real shellacking, but I know there was also some bad luck involved. And some... um, Was it horse-fucking by the refs? (laughs) Uh, it's, I, I want to say up front that I recognize that my emotions as a gopher hockey fan are completely ridiculous because throughout the NCAA tournament in the, the first game, they won nine to two, the second game, they won four to one tonight. They won six to two. And throughout the NCAA tournament, the, the overarching emotion that I've gotten from talking to other gopher fans and texting with other gopher fans and following other gopher fans on social media is anytime anything goes wrong in the slightest, it's like, ah, here we go again. This is terrible. (laughs) This is going to be, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody. Obviously, even for college hockey fans, and there are not very many good teams and not very, very many teams that have had as long a record of success as the Gophers. It's pretty, that's pretty whiny as things go, Uh because the Gophers are the number one team in the country. And as you mentioned, they came back from a lot of misfortune and bad luck in the first period. I even going back to that, their first game of the tournament, 
they had some misfortune, they had some bad luck, and they came back and won that game going away. And the same thing kind of happened tonight. They were the better team most of the night. They hit the post three times in the first period, plus they had a goal disallowed for goaltender interference, which at the time, I I, I don't know how the college rules might differ, for, differ from the NHL rules, but based on the NHL rule, it was pretty... I don't want to say cut and dry because there was some question of whether the goaltender, even if there was nobody anywhere near him, could have gotten back over to make the save. But that that's sort of a loophole that the refs were never going to call it a national semifinal. And the rule basically is if you make contact with the goaltender in the in his while he's in the crease, or if you're in the crease blocking him from doing anything, it's goaltender interference. Mm-hmm. It's ninety five percent of the time that's that's the correct call. And in this case, uh, Matty Nyes had his. I, somehow his stick was caught in the goaltender's glove, it seemed like, and so they called goaltender interference. So assuming the college rule is somewhat similar or even the same as the NHL rule, it, it was pretty cut and dried, but they had that. They had a they had another play where the puck was probably over the goal line, but they didn't have a good camera angle mm-hmm. to determine it was over the goal line. They hit a bunch of posts. It just it seemed like it seemed like the whole thing was going against them. And then of course it obviously wasn't. BU took about 400 penalties, including three in a row at the end of the second period and the start of the third period. And it, they've Minnesota was the better team. And if, how do you pronounce the school? It starts with Q. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Is that or Connecticut? Yeah. The one somewhere on the East coast. We don't know where it is. Quinnipiac. That's gotta be Delo, New Jersey. Or yeah. Connecticut, feels or like Trenton. Maybe feels Rhode like Island. That's it. Feels Trenton-esque. Like mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Quinnipiac was the origin of <laughs> Clarence saying on the podcast, "Who are you, Rand Effin McNally?" <laughs> Which is still one of the top five lines ever anybody's ever said on the podcast for my money. Uh. So, just yeah, delightful. So I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. And no. I was going to say. They're currently beating Michigan, except I looked up while I was saying that sentence and Michigan scored. So now the game is tied. Mm. But I sure would, as much as I think everybody wants to kind of see a Minnesota-Michigan final because they're the two marquee teams in the tournament and probably the two most talented teams in the tournament, I sure would appreciate if somebody else beat Michigan because the Gophers Uh can't seem to. They they played the they Minnesota played Michigan in the Big Ten tournament final at home and lost. They, not too many weeks before that, maybe four or five weeks before that, Michigan was in Minnesota for a couple of games and they basically were both ties. They both went to overtimes. So Minnesota won one, Michigan won the other one, but effectively they were both ties. So Minnesota, that's three home games in the span of a couple of months at home against Michigan, and they didn't win any of them. So I I gotta say that if it was up to me, they wouldn't play Michigan in the national title game on Saturday. But it sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. John, it's not like there's a history of Michigan getting one over on the Gophers in the playoffs. <laughs> no, it's not like that ever has happened before. <laughs> like, yeah, the expectations were Wait. sky high. Felt like smooth sailing, and the rug got pulled under you. Michigan, it's not like it's not like a not familiar Doug, at Doug Woog's <laughs> funeral. They didn't have a. Uh, <laughs> effigy of Mike Legg that everybody after <laughs> after lowering poor Doug into the ground, everybody beat it with sledgehammers and <laughs> then set it on fire. It's not like any of that happened. 
Mm. No, that's just a that's a casual Wednesday in South St. Paul, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you go, you work your shift at the meat packing plant, and then you burn somebody in energy. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we are rooting for Quinnipiac. Oh, yeah. yep. Go Connecticut or maybe Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably East time zone. Yeah. And I'm sure that if you look at their roster, they've got 14 guys who are 26 or 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was the, the Gophers' first game was against Kinesius. And it was, I think, if you had lined up the Wild roster and the Kinesius roster, I think Matt Boldy would have been the sixth youngest guy <laughs> on Kinesius's roster. He just turned 21. And I think there were two, maybe three guys on the whole roster that weren't old enough to drink yet. It just was really, really the lineup of like a investment firm. The first everybody's working their first couple of years at the old investment bank before they go work for Dad's hedge fund. John, the Gophers are going to be uh, favored either way, just by a little bit or a little more. Is that fair to say? I, I don't. I don't think they would be favored against Michigan. I think. I mean, I'm not an odds maker, but. If you were going to set the odds, I think it would probably be even, probably be pick them. Just because they played each other so closely. Gophers exactly. are the top team in the country and Michigan's the second or third, essentially. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how you point, could, yeah. I don't see, given the, given the results, I don't see, see how you could say the Gophers are favored over Michigan. Right. Right. So essentially a coin. Maybe play. Michigan would be favored. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. Sounds hmm. scary, John. Sounds it juicy. sure is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, my second question, maybe have I asked a question yet? I don't know. No. I I think you just you asked me if I watched the game hockey. and I said no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do one question and then you said go for hockey and then I broke in and t- ten minutes later here we are. Okay. So my first question for John is where are we watching this game on Saturday, bro? Well, it doesn't help that it's Easter weekend because that means I'll probably be watching at some family member's house somewhere. Or... Easter weekend? What the? F- it's not a weekend. Easter is a day. It's no such oh, thing as Easter no, weekend. No, it's, no it's... when huh? you got two sides of the family, don't. Huh? I gotta, what? We're going to my wife's family on Saturday. We're doing stuff with my family on Sunday. Fucking Christ, John. Literally Christ. Yeah, that's what I'm t- <laughs> that's Christ. correct, Brandon. You've you hit the wow. you you've hit the nail on the head on that one. Casual theologian, Brandon. Jesus, coming across Christ the reason for the season has risen, <laughs> just like I knew he would. I never doubted him. You guys doubted him. I never doubted him. Never for one second. Sports talk radio covers the resurrection. Oh, God. Can you imagine the Saturday takes? I told your ass. I told your ass he'd be resurrected. All right. We're back on the crucifixion vent line. Let's take some calls. Listen, I think the the Romans got to get some better soldiers. We got Barabbas from Galilee on line four. Yeah. I those swear I killed him. Ad, those cheap poll ads are not spending as much money as they should on those soldiers. Back in my day, when we burned someone to cross, they stayed there. Now this soft-ass new generation get resurrected. Are you doing accent work now, too? Yeah, sort of. I don't know. Leaning into it. What do you yeah, think? I love how worked on it. I love how they were calling into the Paul Feinbaum show as you were doing it, too. Now, sure. yeah, I think... 
I, I don't. I really don't. I really don't know what to think about this crucifixion. But I think Alabama needs to run the ball. <laughs> they need to run a football. Establish the run. Yeah, that's how football is played. You run a ball. You establish a run. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. Improv's bad. <laughs> I like that. I like. <laughs> I like that. I liked where you went with it. Yeah. Yes, and let's talk about Paul Feinbaum the day after the resurrection. Tried to give it a whirl, but I was mostly, I still am pretty upset that you're not going to be turning this into a, an event. John, you said that it's been, it's been nine years since what now? Nine years since the last time the Gophers played in the National Championship Hockey and the Gopher men's team. Right. Nine years. And you're just going to be sitting eating a ham sandwich at your in-laws place. Is that you're telling well, me? Well, I don't know. I I don't know the schedule yet. I haven't. I'm going to need I'm going to maybe need a committee to get together and figure out how to explain to my wife that we have to be back by whenever the championship game is on Saturday night. So I have to leave her family hanging out with them, the people that she hasn't seen. And we have to go watch college hockey. So, Jonathan, I've been doing a little bit of research since you've been talking and uh, it looks to me as if the national championship is at 7 p.m. Central Time on Saturday. Oh, that's good. I thought it was at 5. No, nope. my mind, it was at 5 p.m. I My source here is NCAA.com. That seems like an ironclad they source right know. there. They should know. All right, that'll yeah. help. Okay. That, yep. that helps. Now, I don't believe currently I have plans this does That's seem like it. something I could convince my kids to go do. Well, it might be time I for a meetup. I think we all meet up somewhere in Dinkytown so that we're well placed to watch the inevitable inevitable riot. Should they win? Oh my oh god. god! Okay. Do you think That's today's kids would riot? It's been twenty years since the last riot. Do you think they would? Do you think any of them know about it? Obviously, old people like me remember mm-hmm. this. The pure, uncut stupidity of the riot in 2003. But would today's kids want to experience their own rioters are 40 now? I like to think that today's (laughs) generation is just as stupid as the previous generation. And therefore, they might be even dumber. They might be trying to go viral. They're going to they're going to get up to to some shit. It'll be amazing, guys. They're going to do a TikTok challenge. Yeah, we know what that is. No further questions. Yep. What I re- what I remember from 2003. So for for you young people who might not remember this in 2002, mm-hmm. the Govers men's hockey team won the won the national championship. And a few people, my memory is that a few people sort of had a minor riot kind mm-hmm. of going on. There was there there was some damage I think at Campus Pizza. I don't I don't Campus remember the Pizza details. and a McDonald's, right? Yeah. So they, they were sort of a mini riot, like some people did some stuff. A friendly riot. The next, with the next year, when the Gophers repeated, everybody basically said they won. I got to get to Dinky Town and find out what's going to happen this year. It re- it really wasn't like oh everybody wants to go riot. It was all right. Let's go see what people might do. And then of course you get a mob together and stuff starts happening and there were drunk kids and they did dumb stuff. And I thought this was all, it was all very interested. I was there in dinky town and the cops were sort of clearing the streets. And I thought, Oh, this is funny. I can't believe this is happening. And then I turned around 
and I saw a news van on fire on the corner of 15th University. And that's when I said, you know, I think it's time to go home. I think it's time to leave this. But but on the way, I saw what is absolutely my favorite memory of the 2003 hockey riot. I was walking by the now sadly departed McDonald's in Dinkytown, mm, which is sort of power. right on right on that 15th University corner. Yep. And I was walking behind some people who were feeling feeling frisky and one of them kicked Righty. the drive-through sign with the, the this little McDonald's had a drive-through and the sign was right on the corner. He kicked the sign and there was an employee standing out there with a can of pepper spray that just maced this kid for <laughs> for kicking the sign. I was like you mess with the bull, you get the horns, bud. I can't feel bad for you right now. <laughs> I the the only person that I really felt bad for was this poor McDonald's employee who I don't know if he called corporate and was like, "All right, what do I do?" And they said, "Well, you take the fourth key on the ring and you open the box that we never talk about in the back. That's got the mace in there in case of a hockey riot. <laughs> now go outside and defend the McDonald's. Defend the location. You are the cops now. That's my turf. That's right. Um, John, since you've been talking, I've been doing some research. Uh, do you want to do a quick on, trivia? On hockey riots? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I, I'd love some trivia. In the 2003 riot, how many yes. people were arrested? I'm going to say, I'm going to say two, two people were arrested. John, it was 12. Oh, 12 people. Yep. Wow. That actually seems high. I mean, it seems low in a sense, like there was a news van that was overturned and was on fire. So that should have been about 40. Yeah. That should have been about 40 arrests right there. Now I will say this was just 12 people on the night. I don't have any follow-up. They did say there were videotapes and more arrests would happen later. Now, so twelve immediate arrests. I kind of hope more were more people were arrested. There was yeah. a lot of stupidity going around. Okay, um, and then my second and final trivia question: How many fires did the re- the police respond to that that evening? How many fires oh. did police respond to? I personally remember seeing two. There was a news van, and there was like a bonfire going on in uh-huh. one intersection. There was. So I'm gonna say. All told, there were 12. John, there were 60. 60 fires? 60. What? 60 separate fires that police had to respond to. Police had to respond. So that means there was way more, right? That was just the 60 that they actually got to. Here I thought, all these years, I thought I had a reasonably complete picture. (laughs) I saw the whole thing. What the 2003 (laughs) hockey riots looked like. And it turns out it was just a night of mayhem spread across the city. As jubilant gopher hockey fans burned their own per- personal property to celebrate. Rocks and wow. bottles were I... thrown at the police. Remember, now, I just want to set the stage again. This was happiness. This yes. was people who were excited and happy, and they threw rocks and bottles at the fucking police. Now, <laughs> there's some reasons to riot. This ain't it. This this was this, not one of them. This yeah. is... At least this one of the major it. sports. That's that's what you're. Yeah, about. exactly. Wait, wait for a professional team. The, Jesus. The the only thing I guess to be proud of here is that it meant enough to a group of people to get arrested and set some fires. Yep, that's so true. that's Silver the state of hockey right there. Yeah, you in you know Detroit may be hockey town, but they're not rioting over college hockey there. Mm-hmm. Michigan wins the title. There's not going to be a riot. Oh no no, couple beers. They're they don't in even bed care. by ten thirty. They're tucked in at ten thirty. Not us. 
John, were there any riots in Duluth? Can you do a little more research? When oh, there Duluth were definitely won the title a couple years ago. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but how would you know the difference? Is the real question. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Is Duluth a rowdy town? It never struck me as a rowdy town. I mean, we one time burned our couch from the living room on like a regular Friday. So yeah, we're idiots. That was just for heat. (laughs) It was very cold. (laughs) For warmth. Yeah. Yep. Um, Um, I'm trying to do some research here. I'm not seeing this year at all. What's that? Did did attendance improve? Yeah, it, it seemed it was closer to normal. And by normal, I mean the way that I experienced it 20 years ago. And it was farther away from, I, I think it was a Minnesota-Michigan series, the, right at the start of the Big Ten, where they had a playoff series and a thousand people showed up. And that was even generous. It was like, if you counted actual heads, it was like 500 people for a playoff series. And it seemed like it was going to be dead forever. And all they had to do was get an amazing team full of talent that wins all the time. And suddenly people came back. Who knew? Hmm. I don't know. I do. Weird wild. I don't know. I mean, you guys are not real plugged into college hockey, but I do wonder if sort of the, the anger about the big 10 is fading. Not for me, of course, my anger still burns with a white hot passion, but I wonder for, I wonder for a lot of people are saying, well, you know, whatever we're, we're getting used to playing Penn state and Ohio state instead of, teams that you actually want to play so i hope not i hope people hold grudges as long as we do that's right we can't we can't record a podcast every week but we can't hold a grudge with the best of them it's healthy to be this yeah, stressed I think about so. things i think out so. of your control yep okay so uh official sport of watch party is tentative slash tbd slash we're probably too lazy yep. to actually go through with it is that fair yep. to say I think we should all just go to Brandon's house. At the end of this podcast, I'll read out his address and we'll just go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We got to do. I mean, I I do have, I have, as you know, sons. They're yes. 11. They're eight. They're at a very, a, I would say, a pretty good sports watching age. John, you and I and Stu, I'm not sure. But I know for a fact, John and I were obsessed with sports from a very young age. And yes. so there really was no like not prime age to go watch a, a really big moment like this, right? Like it would have been great at, right. at eight. It would have been great at 11. It would have been great at six. It would have been great at 14, 15, 18, whatever. Like there was no prime age, but just my kids are normal. Um, so the eight-year-old might be a little too young to really give a shit. The 11-year-old probably is too, because they don't really watch much hockey. But but either way, still think it's like worth going out and trying to have some sort of memory here, right? Right. I think so. But you got to stay away from the U because the riots. I wouldn't wouldn't go to the campus to watch the game personally. Got to stay off campus. So (laughs) just pick a regular old sports bar. Is that is that the move here? You think? I don't know. It's yeah. I you you think them playing for the national championship? They would most sports bars would probably have that on, right? That's I mean, let's not kid ourselves. College hockey is not the not at the top of mind for anybody. No, except it's for true. you know, there's me and chicken and you know a few random lunatics like us. But yeah, um, why was uh, <laughs> when the when the um, when my when my dogs wanted a few years ago, um, we were at Pizza Luce and we got them to turn it on. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was on ESPN two, which I think is what it's on this year as well. So, but it was not like there was a bunch of other diehards at the Pizza Luce and Hopkins, right? It was just us. 
So right. that's my only frame of reference. Doesn't bode super well for a bunch of fans somewhere. But then again, this is the Gophers. So maybe. I wonder what is the space? Gopher bar of choice these days. It used to be like Joe Sensors up here in Roosevelt, but that's closed down now. It's a community health center or something. Mm. They probably have TVs at the community health center. Yeah, I mean, that'd be good. We could get a little workout I in mean, too right beforehand. Think of Maybe think crafts, of the, arts and crafts. Think class. of the vaccines and the testing we could get done during the game. Yeah, that's true. I could use a bump, extra, <laughs> extra vaccine. Uh, Gophers versus Michigan. Get your tetanus shot during the first <laughs> period and win a prize. <laughs> Take a Paxlovid shooter. <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. What the hell? Saturday night, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, TBD. That's what we've decided. Yep. Um, John, I think I probably need- asked this question before, uh, okay. but just for posterity's per- posterity purposes, those are words. Where is a does a Gopher Hockey Championship rank in order of champ of desired championships? Is it top five, top eight, top three? Oh, just top. I don't head. know. Top of my, I mean. Top of my head, probably in the seventh and eighth range. Okay. You I'm go really the excited, four but... major sports, then the loons. Yeah, I think every every one of the pro sports would probably be above it. Yep. Yep. Um so that's you know I think the the links would probably be above it at this point too. So that's okay. six. Um Go for go for football would actually be up there with the pro championships. That would be amazing. Yep, that would be unreal. Yeah, that's <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't even think about even including them. Honestly, like, I mean, I think they would probably burn down the stadium and cancel football at that point. Just like it might not be part any of better going yeah. out on top. Yeah, <laughs> they would over. All right, here's if they win today. Here's the here's where the riot will be. We're all going to be ripping up the stadium like the last day of Met Stadium. Just yep. rip up your seats and set stuff on fire because it's never getting any better than this. Okay. Uh, so that's that's seven already. I you got go for I basketball think, in there is probably your next one. Maybe yeah, probably either go for basketball team. I, if we're talking about me personally, it would go for hockey would probably be tied for seventh. But gotcha. if you're talking about the town in general, it, I go for either go for basketball team would probably be about above that. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yeah, that possible. pushes it down to like number ten. Yeah, I wish I went to ask this question. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm taking it very seriously. Does that make you feel any better? No, I just kind of took the wind of the sails of all the excitement. Well, it's, it's there's yeah. just a lot of sports. I was I was literally going to sit here and ponder like how many years before. And again, we're not talking about me specifically. We're talking about in general. Mm-hmm. But St. Thomas competing for something would be up in that discussion as well. What the fuck, John? What? I'm just saying. They're a Division One sports team now. I thought we... Oh, okay. So we like St. Thomas. That's... No, I, I'm not bit. saying... I'm not saying we like St. Thomas. <laughs> I'm just saying... I might someday. <laughs> I'm not saying... Again, I'm not saying me personally. I'm saying if we're talking about this from an objective standpoint Uh of the Mm -hmm. twin cities as a whole how long before i mean i don't know marquette's in that would be like the milwaukee version of this right marquette won a national title uh is there uh what's okay so you're saying marquette is saint thomas 
Yes, I'm saying Marquette is St. Thomas. Okay, then what's the U of M of Milwaukee? Uh, UW Milwaukee? I don't know. Madison? Going to send it over to our correspondent of geography. Stu, is Madison the Gophers of Milwaukee? Yes. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) All right. Wisconsin correspondent Stu is spoken. Well, I because Marquette is the Milwaukee of Milwaukee. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, all right, good. Okay, this has been the Gopher Hockey segment. Wow, <laughs> that was our longest Gopher Hockey segment in probably ten years, at least nine. I'm sure enjoying it. You know what's insane, John? Uh, and I don't have the energy to do this, and I'm sure neither do you. We had a podcast previewing the other national championship probably talked about some of the similar things because this was within a decade we probably We've been doing this a decade that's kind of amazing actually that's wild wild stuff okay weird, wild stuff weird and wild uh all right let's move on let's move on to another sport stew oh hey hey guys let's talk Welcome about back, those Stu. let's talk about those twins baby when people are hey. listening to this, it's going to be most likely they'll be listening just before or just after the home opener tomorrow on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, they're four and two right now. That's a sure. that's a nice promising start. Two losses recently, um, but before that, the four and zero start was fantastic. Three <laughs> well pitched games or very tight games, and then a laugher. Was it eleven one? Yep, blowout. Fucking blowout. Ten run them. They got run ruled. Mm-hmm. So how are you feeling? I feel good. I mean, there's obviously it's, I uh, think our uh, close personal friend, Aaron Gleeman put it best by saying, this is basically the baseball season equivalent of the first half of the first game of the football season. That's how much of the season has gone on. So you don't want to draw too many conclusions. Okay. Um, but um, starting pitching looks phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so what we're saying is the this is the twins equivalent of the Vikings are up seventeen to seven at the end of the first half of the first game. Right. Really yeah. solid start. They uh they established the run <laughs> as we they wanted ran to, ball. to do. Yeah. They they ran the ball. Uh, um but yeah, it's uh it's been been good so far. I mean, obviously the they could use a little more offense, although I mean mm-hmm. it's hard to Hard to get too upset about getting shut out by uh, Alcantara. He's the defending Cy Young. So good. Guy. And I got whoever got the other guy that Marlon said yesterday, also really, really rock solid pitcher. And yeah, they get some good arms. It's and it's much, it was much more, I think, important. I mean, obviously you want to win every game, but um, seeing how uh, Molly and uh, Maeda pitched the fourth and fifth starters, um, who they could actually afford to have falter because they have decent guys waiting in the AAA, but they both pitched very well. Um, Pablo Lopez has been making that Arias trade look like a genius move. Even if Arias is like batting, he's literally batting like 600. Right I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Lopez has been amazing. But a good so, starter is better than a high average guy for sure. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, for the yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anyone would deny that. Um, even though, as much as the sport of endorses uh, Luis Arias, and we love him and yeah. miss him dearly. Everything he stands um, for. Yeah, but Jesus Lopez is look good. So yeah, yeah. The um, best, it's, it's, it's the best part of that year. Marlins, that best part of the Marlins series by far for me was every time Arise did anything. Basically, whoever was in the Twins booth was basically just crying out, like putting their <laughs> microphone down and yelling, yeah. "We miss you! Come back we to us!" 
<laughs> we'll never so forget you. He is, he is so fun to watch. I love him dearly. Yep. He will be missed. Uh, maybe the most beloved ex-twin in recent history since uh, Ed. Since yeah. Ed. Man, I miss Ed. I always you thought Ed, Ed would come back, and he never did. Nope. He didn't love us as much as we thought he did. Yep. We thought there was something special there, but if you love we had somebody, to let him go. Free, John. He never came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, another sore spot for me is Max Kepler. What's going on here? Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's bad. He's been yeah. hitting leadoff. Yeah, it's not great. They don't really have a leadoff guy with Arias gone, so they just went with their previous leadoff guy. Yeah, and he's had one home run, and that's it. He's basically like hitting Pagan. Like, what do they see in him? Like, I'm so confused in both of those guys. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get the allure. What's he doing on this team? He was bad I, last well, year. I mean, Am I wrong? Supposed to, I mean, he was allegedly like traded like 17 different times this offseason. It just never uh-huh. happened. He just never left. Like yeah, Milton from office stuck space. Around. He was like Milton in the office space, just kind of <laughs> lingering. So he's got a he's got a red stapler that says swing line on it in German. I don't know yep. what that is, but but yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like not said, he's kind of there. He's been hitting low average, not enough power to justify the low average. He's I mean he's he's fine in right field, but I mean mm. lots of guys can be fine in right field. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you can probably find a bilingual guy. I mean, that's not that hard. A lot of people speak Spanish and English. It's very easy. You just got to want it. Yeah. You got to want to speak the two languages, and then you do. But, yeah, so I, 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 I don't. We call, I, we call this Duolingo. Jesus, John. Oh. We, we may need to cut John off here. Whatever John's drinking, we may need to cut him He's off. He's off camera, so we don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like one of the helmets with the two things of beer, except it's like Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> one of those yardstick beers. He's a, he's a little happy about the Gophers hockey game. I'm going to let him slide. Have you guys seen the picture at Wrigley Field where it's one of those yardstick beers, but it's a mini baseball bat, but it's made out of like like plastic and there's beer inside it. I have not. What's a, what's I, a I yardstick you. beer? You know, like one of those. It's a yards. It's a yards worth of. It's beer. like a two foot long plastic cup. It's like a wouldn't, super wouldn't huge. Be, like, wouldn't it be three feet long if it was a yardstick? Yeah. Roughly, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, the yard. 39 the yard. inches. I get it now. <laughs> um, It's a three foot long plastic like cup yard. that's filled with beer. That you see, it's like a Mardi Gras thing or a Cancun yeah. thing. It's like all the pictures with people with oversized beers. It's a yardstick beer. Basically, yeah, it's the cool. same concept, except it's a mini baseball bat. It looks, it's in the shape of a bat, and there's beer inside it. Anyway, is it my is point it is three feet I'm, long? I must it's have a mini one. baseball bat. All right. It's not quite a, I don't think it's a yardstick. I think it's probably a mini. So I'm going to guess 27 inches, a 27 inch bat filled with cold beer. Probably like what's the Chicago By the time beer? You get to the end of it, Brandon. It is not very cold. Old style. I really want to advise against making that kind of a purchase. Is it an old style beer, Stu? Yes, but afterwards, it's just old style. Correct, Brandon. It Thank is you. old style. Yeah. Thank you. Um, anyway, my point is, I must have one. Look it up. <laughs> Google it. All right. Giant long beer Wrigley Stadium. Enter. 
Press submit. Wrigley Field yardstick. Yardstick beer. Beer. Wrigley batch. Field. Yeah, right, we got a whole article about beer bats. R- Wrigley Field long beer, long bat beer. Okay, and then you click on images. Look at this. What and then the there world? it is. Okay, Wrigley Field long bat beer. Then you click image, and it's the first thing. God, it's beautiful. You see it yet, John? Yeah, I do. I I agree with you, Brandon. I must have it. I must have it. I need I need you inside me. I think giant beer. Think even Wade just the beer, though. Tap out on Not this episode, and we're doing Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Wade's going to be like, "Yep, I got to go." <laughs> this, this is- Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I can't do this anymore. We finally changed some way. Oh, don't worry. We're not recording. This is still in the green room. I would never record something like this. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know why you're that. Okay. Back to Max Kepler. <laughs> what do you want me to Google about him? <laughs> how to, how to frame him for a crime, not a bad one, just like a medium one. How do we get him one of into the riots in dinky town Saturday night? And he yeah. is one of the 12 arrests and maybe future arrests for, Kicking over a drive-through sign. I don't know what his visa situation is, but that might cause some issues, Brandon. You might be onto something here. Thank you, and a callback. Mm-hmm. You know who's been fantastic is uh, Joe Gallo. Oh, Joey G. Yeah. Oh man, Joey G. and Tre- Trev Larnick are uh, just kind of <laughs> beating the ball all the way around the park, and of course, our beautiful son Byron Buxton um, as well. Yep. But uh, we sort of expect brilliance from him. But uh, Gallo was kind of a nice, you know, uh, low risk, is, high reward type of situation. And, uh, you know, he's so far is, proven to be very for, good. For lack of a better term, is Joey Gallo a red ass? He seems like he might be. Really? I did Joey. not know that. I, I thought he was, you know, sort of a laid back guy. But then he was playing first base and someone one hop to throw that he should have caught and he dropped it. And he was just going, he was like biting his glove and just red in the face, angry with himself. Okay. And like, is there, I'm intrigued. I, yeah. I kind of thought he was maybe more of a softy. Yeah. I was surprised. No, no guys. I think you guys are, you guys are forgetting these. Are, we're dealing with an adult Joey. <laughs> oh, true. true. And adult Joey true. is going to be a red ass more often <laughs> than not. That's just, that's just how it works. That is true. I, I don't know any non red ass adult Joey's. Think about it. 
You don't. I'm racking my brain here. How many Joeys equals one Todd? Um, three to three and a half. Yeah, I just converted it on Google. <laughs> That's the as Joey well. to Todd exchange yeah. rate. That's right. Much like the two foot yard, Brandon. It's a very particular <laughs> mathematical <laughs> equation. It's a yardstick beer, John. It's two feet long. <laughs> Duh. Oh, that was stupid. I don't know. In my head, it's they call it a yardstick beer, but it has never actually looked like a full yard long. Stu, do you have any? It's felt like it's been like kind of more of an unofficial yardstick thing in my mind. Am I wrong? I'm going to Google Leroy Horde. Go back to, yeah, go back to, (laughs) you need three yards. I'll get you a pint. Uh, Fuck. Anyway, uh, Joey Gallo. um, Yeah. Probably a red ass because his name's Joey and he's an adult. Yep. Um, He was awful. uh, Awful with the Yankees. So it doesn't. Yeah, truly just a mess. And I mean, like it was like, it's a one year, $11 million make good deal. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we'll take it. Good. Yeah. We'll take it. Okay. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I was thinking we might want to do bros and turds tonight. We Are you could. guys interested in that? It's, it's, we could. I mean, we don't have, we don't I have, any I don't think there's any chicken. other time to do it. I sort of think yeah. we have to. No, we I can't do a June edition of bros and turds. No, and John and I are going to get arrested on Saturday, so we probably are going to be out for the following week at minimum, depending on what we get popped for. It's kind of a now or never deal. Are you guys prepared for your bros and turds? I am. Just as prepared as I always am. Okay, well then, Stu, I propose you start with your bro. I'd love to do that. My bro is Trevi Larn. Oh, insider information. AKA the first six games. Yeah, he's been uh, fantastic. Uh, he was going to be my guy anyway, and it's mostly because of where he is in the lineup and who's around him. Mm-hmm. And that just feels like uh, he's he's set up to do do very well for the Minnesota Twins this year. So, um, if I have to put a thing around it, because I are are <laughs> the self appointed arbiter of Bro Turd Court. Yep. Um, he's not here tonight. Cause not I here. Not to challenge us. So this, we're going to go easy on you tonight. Yeah. So I just think um, probably, let's just say 30 home runs. 30? Right. Jesus Christ. 3-0. Yep. And, uh, all right. I was going to let we you get that. We haven't had a 30 home like a run guy in quite a while. It just feels like it's that's going to happen for Trev. Wow. Okay. Well, that's definitely, I'm going to stamp that with an approval Please on do. my end. That's a 30 is, uh, is good. John, who do you got? Uh, my bro is going to be Joe Ryan. Okay. Okay. I love that guy. Great, great guy. Yep. Love him to death. Guy was a stud last year. He already is. He had just one start this year, I believe. One start this year. Really good start. Yep. Yep. Gave him a solo home run and that was it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, What is going to be, what is going to be my criteria? I'm going to say 175 innings pitched. Is that high enough? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a ton for for this Rocco. Season. That's a ton of yeah. innings for Rocco. That's true. That's yeah, true. It's going to be tough. too many innings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's great. I'm going to go with Kenta Maeda. Oh wow. Ooh. Uh huh. A little spicy. spicy. Yeah, I know. It's been uh, it's been a while since he's been on the mound, but uh, I like to start. Uh, the dude was really good before he got injured. He seems like a guy who's going to work himself back into shape. I know he's a little bit older, but I'm also a little older, so I've got a soft spot for him. I'm going to say an ERA under 3.6. 
Nice. That'd be cool. God, I mean, that's gotta be good. Wouldn't we, it? We can already see what your, you... uh, your prediction for the record's going to be if he's pulling that type of shit. What a fucking bro. That would are you, be. That's a bro. How move. concerned are you that he's already hurt? I am. I would say a tiny bit concerned because the reports I got afterwards was that he's not really that hurt. No. He's and hurt. when have the twins ever been cagey with us? Yeah, about when have they ever lied about an injury? Specifically a pitcher's arm. They lie. They lie so much. Anything <laughs> you say, just take the opposite. They're the biggest liars in the world. They are. They really are. Unless you're talking about Carl Anthony Towns' injury. <laughs> I think Carl Anthony Towns is just doing knuckle push-ups is all. Oh, man. The best. <laughs> okay. We got some bros. We do. Is it turd time? I think so. Okay, if you take my turd, you son of a bitch, I'll never forgive you. But Stu, ah, this one hurts me, but it just feels like it's inevitable. Uh, Joanne Duran, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I just think throwing 102 miles per hour is against God and nature, and his arm will fall <laughs> off. And I think he's—I mean, there's been—he's not hurt, but there's been there's been whisperings, there's been chatter. There, really? I think there's even I I, I can't. I, I I hesitate to use the word, but there's been rumblings. Oh no, scuttlebutt. Uh, so there might even there might be intimations. Ooh, telephone game. So um, uh. I just I I worry. So um, yeah, and that's I think that plays into my prediction for the record is that I think we're we're like we might be having bullpen issues. Oh, obviously if Duran's out, we're familiar. I don't know what you do at the end of games. Uh-oh. Um, but um, that's my concern, and you can absolutely think this is a, me do it trying to pull off a reverse jinx, mm-hmm. and that he just continues to be an unhittable, unstoppable machine. So that is my prediction as a turd, and it's because of injury, not performance. Okay, good for so how many wins how many days on the injured list does Duran have to spend for um, you to hit this see. criteria? Uh, how about uh, sixty six zero? Do you yeah. mean he has to go on the sixty day injured list? He has to miss at least 60 games. 60 games in total uh, from injury. So yeah, one from injury, not from just not pitching in like 60 random games. But right. Like in a yeah, row. right. Man, I know that they uh, they burn out versus fade away. Most of these relievers, yeah. uh, it does. That would be a bummer if that happened. It would really bum me out. But I would just, be sad. Worry. It just seems so incredible to sad. watch him throw. Yes. Like, remember the first half of uh, Francisco... Um, oh, Christ. Mariano. Thank you. I almost said Francisco Lindor. I apologize. Mm-hmm. That first half of his first, his wonder season. And then we'll never forget it. He was that just slider. Just yeah, that slider. That, and again, that's, I mean, I, I don't need to tell you about uh, what a slider can do to an elbow. No, you don't. I've got the <laughs> uh, six inch scar to prove it. The yard, yeah. the yard long scar to prove it. <laughs> the yard long scar. It's a good 18 <laughs> ounces. Um, but, <laughs> I just I, that's the type of thing. I, it just feels God. I just I hope I'm wrong. I really want to be wrong because I love watching that guy pitch. He was the most. He was the only fun thing about last season was just watching him go to town. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is my prediction. Okay, a regretful, a tearful, regretful, a tearful, a tearful turf. Turf. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, John, what do you got? I think my turn is going to be Christian Vasquez. 
Oh, okay. That's a pretty I, good one. A, I like that. Not a believer. No. What is it? The uh, just he's been around the block for a while. He's going to turn into a pumpkin at some yeah, point. I don't. I I'm trying to think of what a good t- criteria is. So does it count if I just say he catches fewer games than Ryan Jeffers this year? You could just say Laudner esque. Laudner esque <laughs> reminds us all of Tim Laudner. Yeah. Uh, shades of Laudner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Laudner. intimations of Laudner, uh huh, uh huh, hints of <laughs> whiffs of Laudner, Laudner mouthfeel. <laughs> oh, God, writing that one down, uh, gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. It did seem like, boy, if we get like a year or two out, it was like the um, Todd Gibson signing for the Wolves, like, okay, he's been okay, but. You know he's going to fall off a cliff fairly soon here. He doesn't seem like he's in great shape. Catchers don't age well at all. Um, so that makes sense to me. He's been good so far, though, in his, like, what, 12 at-bats or whatever? Yeah. Been fine. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, my turd, It's uh, you're going to be shocked. It's Max Kepler. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to have to have a fairly high turd criteria, I yeah. would say. Like benched or traded, is that what your criteria is going to be? Yeah, I was going to or say like either... he gets to play all season because they just love him so much. Like either an OPS under 700 is turd-esque to me, or like under 350 at-bats. He just doesn't even play. Which one would make you guys feel more comfortable as the turd council? Um... How about if he has to be DFA'd at some point this year? <laughs> that's quite a that's a bar, man. I mean, mm-hmm. that's reliant on obvi- like Michael Taylor would have to be a stud, Buxton would have to stay healthy the entire time, and what and like Nick Gordon, he just gets squeezed, right? For right. him to just like continue to like not even be on the team. Oof. I'm Can thinking, I go I the, OP, the OPS one? I think is fair. All right, yeah, OPS uh, six ninety nine or lower. Max Kepler, I Max I wish Kepler. him well. I just I don't see it. I do not get it. Riding high on like a single good season, maybe two. Right. Yep. Was he good in twenty? Was he good in twenty twenty? I can't remember. Mm, it's impossible to know. I don't know. He was probably okay. I got his stats here. Let's take it. Let's take a quick gander here, Jonathan. Um, he was. Twenty nineteen was his breakout year, if I remember right. He was real. He was good in twenty nineteen. We liked him a lot. He had thirty six bombs, right? Eight fifty five OPS, ninety RBIs. Yeah, really good year. Uh, the twenty twenty season, he was still pretty. He was okay, 760 OPS, just a little above league average, like okay. And then 719, and then 666, and then uh, even worse this year. So this is one, two, three. This is the fourth year in a row of getting worse. That ain't great. Now, one season wasn't even, I mean, it was good. It wasn't like amazing, so. Uh, okay, let's go to. Uh, do you want to go to wins? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Stu, what do you got? <clears throat> Eighty-five, seventy-seven. 
wild card and they win a wild card game. Holy shit. Really? Yep. Yeah. I like, I like it. 80, 85, 77 wild card and they win a wild card game. The 85, a a callback to the, uh, the 87 twins. That, no, that's uh, again it's the eighty-five. I, I, I just, a call back to the eighty-seven to its eighty-seven would be a call. Did you take ayahuasca with... before the show, Brandon? Eighty-five I, wins. You're Am so I wrong? Like buttoned down and very particular and correct. And oh yes, hold on. Yeah, Brandon's right. I think that eighty-seven <laughs> twins won eighty-five games. Now, <laughs> I just thought you lost now your who's mind. the ayahuasca okay. taker? Huh. Uh, Boy, I I, goddamn got to tell you, back when we crucified our supposed prophets. Why did you why did this go into Boomhauer from King of the Hill? I think I think he's doing one of the righteous gemstones. I I honestly don't know where (laughs) he's he's just riffing, man. Like, man, the ups and downs of the ayahuasca. You you don't know what's going to come next. It is. It's a ride, my boys. It is Uh, a ride. Uh, they, I think they won 85 games in 1987. Yeah, they did. You're right. That was their record That's correct. in 1987. And they right. unexpectedly, yeah, did got very well. They got hot at the right playoffs. time. They got yeah. hot at the right time, Brandon. They sure did. Okay, John, what do you got? Uh, as a homage to the 1969 Twins, I'm predicting 82 <laughs> wins. You're going to get in a fight with Billy Martin? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think oh. 82 seems about right. I think they're... Their pitching is better. Their offense is worse. Their defense is probably a little bit better. 82 seems about right. We don't need to look it up, but that's somewhat close to what the um, projection systems had for us, right? Kind of like low. In the end, I think like the over-under ended up being 84 or 85 or 84 and a half, something like that. Yeah, it just seems that seems about right. Just the level of talent and, you know, some other flaws that are still apparent, I think, and. 85 seems right about that that low to mid 80s just feels about right. Well, I'm on the uh what they uh refer to as an ayahuasca upswing. Oh shit. Oh no. And I'm going to say 87 wins. Oh. Playoffs? Oh. Playoffs. They win yeah. a series. Oh, a series? series. I can only go for one game. I could not go for a series. Well, you're not on the right drugs. No, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know it's six games, but uh I didn't I didn't necessarily like love the offseason. I didn't hate it, but it just feels like if I like the approach of having like seven starting pitchers, knowing that something's gonna happen. One guy's at least one guy's gonna get hurt, at least one guy's gonna be ineffective for lots of different reasons. So having a few guys in reserve is helpful. And in the and in the Best case scenario, once you get down to September, you can start to plug these guys in the bullpen if you need them, right? And use those arms. I don't know if the guys sitting in AAA right now are necessarily like, I don't know if Bailey Ober is like a natural reliever, but you've seen guys go from starter to reliever and get like really effective. That could possibly happen. I don't know. Just feels, I like that approach. And Chicken isn't here to argue with me about being super wrong and you guys are nicer, so. I'm just feeling optimistic. So that's the twins. 
Do we? Do you guys want to get to the part of the podcast where we say hurtful things about people's appearances? <laughs> oh no! Sure. I've always been ready for that. As long so, as it's not me, I'm far is, too vain. I was watching the twins the other day. Tyler Malley. I think he had a mustache when he got here last year, right? I, I was looking at some pictures, like his his MLB.com picture, and he seemed to have a mustache, but he doesn't now. And for some reason, it gives him the appearance of not having enough face for his head. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm I looking know. I'd up. like you to go out. And, yep. Just go yep. out and take a look. It's it's maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Again? I'm saying. Oh shit, we're googling again. Oh, here we go, googling. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, while Brandon does this, should I describe what's happening in the other hockey game right now? The Michigan sure. game. What's going on, John? Uh, Michigan's on the power play right now. Okay. I'm describing this for all the people who are listening live, which is nobody. Is this still a tie game, John? No, Quinnipiac scored. It's oh. three to two. Okay. The, I want to say Bobcats. Yeah, the Quinnipiac Bobcats. That's right. I think it's, yep. uh, I think it's the pollsters. <laughs> pollsters. Uh, how much time is left, John? Uh, let's see. 11 minutes. 11 and a half minutes. Okay. God, we're just bullying Wade right now. God. Come on, Connecticut. Wade, you got to power through. They're not all winners. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> do we want to talk Wolves quick? And then we'll get uh, to the top six. And we'll get out of here. It may not be quick. Oh, it's quick. Talk Wolves quick, Brandon. Can you oh, yeah. I can okay. talk very quickly Start. about the Wolves. Go. Well, what I wanted to say is that uh, I am done with them forever uh, for the season. No, <laughs> no uh, I've been trying really hard to get to a place where I have been able to successfully convince myself that it's a little bit of a star-crossed season with Towns's injury and this weird trade and a bunch of guys who are individually all fairly good, but together don't really work that well. And to think of them winning 40 plus games and getting into a play in game is already like a pretty good scenario for a cursed franchise. And, uh, and so the rest of the season, so I'm, I'm planning right now on April 6th, 2023, uh, a nine seed and then losing to the thunder and that being the end of the season and that being an actually okay outcome which is pathetic and wrong, but uh, that's where I'm at mentally. And I, I encourage everybody else to get there as quickly as possible because you don't want any part of caring about this organization. Here's, here's one thing I want to mention about that outcome, though. I just found out the other day that the teams that lose the play-in games are also in the draft lottery. Correct. I guess I just assumed because it's always been if you didn't make the playoffs then you you stay in the you, you you're in the draft lottery but yep i'd always assume that all right if you make the play and then you must not be in the lottery but i looked it up and if the wolves are in the lottery this year this is going to be the most terrifying draft lottery of my entire <laughs> lifetime because they're going to win the Wemby Wembenyama sweepstakes they won the Wembenyama sweepstakes but had traded the first pick I would be forced to never watch an NBA game for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's I can't I couldn't handle it. 
But if they had not traded the pick, they wouldn't be in the Wembenyama sweepstakes at that sort of level. So it's one of those weird like butterfly effect deals. You can't don't let it don't let that get you down, John. Now and, and we both know now. you're gonna get over it. And by next season you're gonna go, I don't know, I see a three seed. <laughs> why why do you have to call it call me out in this very accurate way? <laughs> Please, please tone down the accuracy, sir. We are still recording. I came here to complain about the Timberwolves, not to have truth thrown at me. Yeah, that's right. That is not what this. That's not what this show's about, John. And that's my that's my bad. That's my B. Yeah, it could happen because you're right. Uh, you have to. The eight playoff teams uh, are out of the lottery, but there's going to be two playing loser teams um, that uh, that get back in the lottery. So yes, the Wolves could give the something like the 11th or 12th best odds to the uh, Utah Jazz. The, the only the only optimistic thing I have about the Wolves being in the play-in is at least the Spurs and the Blazers and the the Rockets and the Hornets aren't going to be in the, in the play-in tournament. You right. take those teams out and the Wolves got a chance against anybody. That's true. That's right. Last year, they won their play-in game against the Clippers and it was a like a top five franchise moment. Right. It was unbelievable. It was so great. And, and that just happened to you ago. Everybody made fun of us, and I don't they did. really care because it was awesome. No, it was great. It was very good. There's been some really... It's not just our imagination. There have been some really high highs this year and some unbelievably low lows. They've got a really good record against good teams and an awful record against the bad teams, and no one really understands it. So it's they are... Uh, if I'm wrong, B, the, but they've, they've never been more than three games above 500 the entire year. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. They're very so absolutely up and down, up and down. Just they are what they are. They're a 500 basketball team that might, if they get the right side of 500, they could win a short series. They're a 500 basketball team in the weirdest possible route because they beat good teams and they lose to bad teams and they end up at 500 in the exact opposite fashion that they should be doing it. So yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Now, um, as far as games I did watch, Brandon, I watched the uh, the Trailblazers game on Sunday oh, no. afternoon. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I could you not. should not have done that. I should not have done that. I, I, I mean, I was at a bar, but okay. I, I could it's have really turned and looked though. at a different TV, but just stared at the other TV was showing LSU. You could have Blair witched in the corner. Off of Iowa and that, <laughs> that awful LSU head coach. So oh, I had God. to turn and yeah. watch the Timberwolves instead, and that wasn't, that wasn't great either. Yeah, she looked like a walking Christmas tree. Just looked like just a racist tinsel. walking Christmas tree. <laughs> racist <laughs> walking Christmas tree. <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> they, are, they don't even sell those anymore. No, it's illegal. It's like Not in Minnesota anyway. Um. But yeah, that that Portland. I mean, Portland had no one on the team. It was all like ten day guys. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Um, it was so bad. I've been doing a thing where I bet on the other team as an emotion hedge, mm-hmm. and I put uh, ten dollars on the Portland Trailblazers to win that game, and I won like one hundred and twenty five dollars. That seems <laughs> yeah. What a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it How most much- of the season. Can you put ten bucks on the Spurs on Saturday for me? You got it. Boy, that feel and the Spurs need to lose that one. Oh no! So they, yes, of course the Spurs they'll, they'll really need to lose that wolves. one. Just like the Blazers needed to lose. Yeah, yeah, John, I Every got you. I'm going to put ten bucks on myself. One further, like lottery ball away from Wimbledon, and that's that's right. 
Yeah, so as it stands right now, um, they need to beat the if they beat the Spurs, they will play uh, their last game of the season will be against the New Orleans Pelicans. And I believe that is the uh, the game to see who will play in the first in the upper bracket of the playing game versus the lower bracket. So seventh or eighth seed, which would mean that they uh, can lose a game and still get in. And then if you're in the nine or 10 seed, you have to win and then win. So um, that eight seed is a really important thing, which of course the Timberwolves will, if, if we know our Timberwolves, they will win a squeaker against the Spurs and then uh, get just absolutely piss pounded by the Pelicans at home. No, that seems yep. backwards. That seems backwards to me. Oh, okay. They I will, get it. They'll go to San Antonio. They'll lose by 25 somehow. Mm-hmm. And then with absolutely no belief in any now kind, it's over. they'll come back the very next day in the afternoon and hammer New Orleans somehow. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, John, you and I, a couple weeks ago, played um, a, a, a new game that... Um, yep has really taken the world by storm. I'm mm-hmm. super Everybody's thankful for all the uh yeah, all the accolades we've gotten, the emails, awards, we've gotten a lot of letters, emails, letters, um yeah, uh keys to cities. <laughs> it's called what wolf season is this and you have to answer it by a by a player's name. And in my right. opinion, John, this is definitely an Isaiah Ryder. <laughs> yep. That's absolutely true. There's Just, no way around it. It's good. It's a it's a better it's, than most season, but it's a not thousand great. unforced errors. It could have it's been so strange. good. Why yeah, is it just, so strange? Why were you getting caught, arrested, doing some of the dumbest shit on the planet? But then also you won the slam dunk contest. So who was was it? Eddie Griffin who crashed his car because he was watching an adult film in his car while he was driving. Yep. Yep. And he's also dead now. He's dead. (laughs) Rest in power. Uh, I literally think he got hit by a train, John. (laughs) He did. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I guess my question is, how is this not the Eddie Griffin of seasons? (laughs) Well, it might still become an Eddie Griffin. I don't know. I mean, it was going to be honking off in their car, John. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it could become one of those, but as it stands, I think it's an Isaiah Ryder. Like, they have won 40 yeah. games, uh, so we have seen so many worse seasons. Uh, it just as it could have been much more promising. Yeah, it's, yeah, very schizophrenic. But I think, yeah, they're, they are what they are. They'll, they'll, they'll do maybe good, kind of. Yeah, I agree. I agree with That's that. The best you can hope for is maybe good, kind of. Maybe good, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh. That's that's it for the wolves. That's all I got. Right. Yeah. Are you sure? <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. Um. Okay. I think we should table the Vikings draft. Uh. Yeah, they've got, got couple, it's coming got up in a couple weeks. weeks. Yet, so we're gonna keep uh keep working through our thoughts. I know we all meet pretty regularly every yeah. other day or so just to talk. Uh. Not on the record. Um. Just to kind of get through our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be ready to uh, to go public with fire those up, pretty soon. We fire but... up a lot of tape. We eat a lot of tape. Eat a lot of tape. Say. A lot of the all twenty two, yep. you know, Big Ten and Pac Ten and all the others. No stone unturned. A lot of Mac film that we're watching. Yeah, people aren't watching this, but no, we're there. There's a though. guy coming out of Western Michigan. We know about him. Oh yeah, yeah, we're aware. We're aware. We're getting a lot of calls, agents, mm-hmm. wow. scouts. A yep. yep. lot of inside. A uh, lot of GMs. Yep. 
So field knows. Uh, so we'll get back to that. Does anybody, uh, John, do you have any, uh, we didn't talk about this, but um, did you want to talk wild at all? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, they're asking tonight. <laughs> they got hammered. Tonight. I don't like. Oh, I don't they did. Like okay. I don't. Li- I don't like thinking about it. Okay. Okay. But they've been dominant were, at stretches. Yeah, they were really good, and now they've lost uh, three in a row, and now it's frustrating again. But Caprizov's going to come back soon, and um, well, baby also, Jesus, <laughs> they've got another guy who is either Oscar Sundquist or Gustav Nyquist, and I can't remember the difference between those two guys. One of those two is hurt and is coming back, but I can't remember which one is which. Okay, so you'll you, you like the wild Jesus is going to be resurrected, if you will. Yep, yep. Right. So hopefully yep. that means good things coming up. I just I just want them to win a playoff series. They make the playoffs every year and lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're it's, really good. It's like, it's just they keep running into better teams. It's right. Yeah. It's it stinks. <laughs> It's just they're the level of good that is not actually that good. Mm-hmm. They're the level of good that makes the playoffs. They're the Minnesota it's, Vikings. It's, it's yeah, it's a it's a good level of good, but it's not enough to get excited about. And they, and they Every team one, they is the one more Vikings. season of salary cap hell, right? Yes. Okay. So two more? No, one more. I think it's just the one more. All we wanted to do when we started this podcast was let's wait out those contracts. Yes, that's right. We started this podcast in response to Zach Parisi <laughs> and Ryan Suter signing. We've never said it publicly, and that is what this going. podcast is for. Can we keep we people engaged that day that we will keep going until those contracts have expired? And once that happens, and free agency opens up, you'll never see us or hear from us again. That's right. That's not a promise. God. We'll have done our job. Nor is it a threat. Yeah. Don't don't hold us a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. That's uh, it. That's all I got to say. Anything else? Um, I've got a top six. Oh, we, hell yeah. I got about go. the top six. Here we go. Yeah. So we actually are going to have some Vikings talk here. <clears throat> um, these are the top six names your dad will call Hendon Hooker if the Vikings <laughs> draft him. <laughs> um, as, um, people well, we're talking about this. my dad specifically, right? <laughs> this is, John's this is, dad. This is your dad. Um, and I think if you've been following a little bit of draft stuff, uh, Tennessee quarterback and uh, 35-year-old man, um, Hendon <laughs> Hooker, has been projected to land at the Vikings uh, spot by more than a few. I think we've got a ESPN guy and another one of those fucking dorks and even a goon have all projected Hooker to the Vikings at 25. I personally think he'll be gone before then, but you didn't hear that from me. Um, just just, just I'm, speculating. I, mean, I, hear, I also hear rumblings and Sure. A little chatter, a little steam, maybe some indications. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, these are the top six names your dad will call Hendon Hooker. <clears throat> Number six, Herndon Hogwart. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Herkin Furkin. <laughs> Number four, God damn it. Number four, Hooktown Herndon. <laughs> Hooktown? Hooktown Herndon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Number three, Holton Hamway. Yeah, damn, Holton Hamway. Didn't see the. Yep, got it. Why are they driving this Holton Hamway? Holton, you 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 heard of him? Number two, Herschel Hooter. Herschel Hooter. <laughs> um, and and number one, Horton Whoville. <laughs> those those are the top six names. Your dad. 
um, everyone listening, your dad, um, even if he's in the cold, dark of the grave, will call Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. <laughs> Truly uh, delightful. So, well sorry. played, I, Stu. I, don't, well I do not mean to make myself laugh at my own jokes, but Hooktown Herndor got to me. It happens to the best why. of us. I don't know why. Um, Stu, are you hopeful that they take Horton Whoville? Um, I think they should look. They should. I mean, it's Cousins' last season, so mm-hmm. they probably do need to do something. They don't have a lot of draft picks. They probably should trade down, honestly, just to get more picks and get more stuff. And they need and they need last year's draft class to be healthy and good. So um, it's a big year for uh, whoever um, follows this team. That's just my opinion. Right. Agreed. Huge, huge year for Quasi. Um, because uh, yeah, uh, last year's draft, uh, boy. Not not looking great right now, but again, there's injuries, and hopefully they get better. We don't have to talk about this. We got no. three weeks into the draft. Yep. We'll do a Let's draft. I promise, we'll do a draft episode. Oh hell yeah! I promise, we will do a draft episode. Okay. And Everyone when have we ever not episodes. come through on a promise, Wade? Wade, Wade, Wade don't, shut don't, up, Wade. He quit. I mean, honestly, up, when we googled, he had to he had to tap out. I don't. know that he did. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I would. Why would we do this to him? Oh uh, man, who knows? Who knows? We'll All right, back, that's it. I'm pressing stop soon. Okay, hey, bye everybody. Bye everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.